Hello everyone and welcome to iCritic Live. This is the podcast where we talk about entertainment, movies, and life in between. Oh darn, I messed up. I messed up the phrasing. It's movies, pop culture, and life in between. Well, because it's live, we're just, uh, well, quote-unquote live. I am not doing a very good job of opening this episode, but that's one of the fun things about podcasts. It's like minimal editing, just a lot of laid-back fun. And, you know, this is going to be a quick one anyway. Way. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time here. Uh, but I do want to talk about this because, you know, the whole physical media versus streaming debate continues to rage. And in fact, um, with recent announcements of like digital libraries being lost from Funimation and PlayStation un- users and uh, movies being removed from streaming services like Paramount Plus and Disney Plus to that darn Coyote versus Acme movie still being threatened to be deleted like a fully finished Looney Tune movie that by all accounts is great they're going to scrap it anyway and they even want to take it a step further and delete it you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna reinforce my opinion on that that hey you know what if studios get to shelve a film for a tax write-off in a sense the taxpayers are paying for that movie and it should become public domain. Those assets should be made available. Will that happen? Apparently legislation is taking form, so who knows? That's an ongoing situation. But today, I want to talk about a movie that you might not have heard about. It is a movie that was nominated for a Golden Globe. It won a few independent movie awards, and it's a movie called All of Us Strangers. The film is by Andrew Haig. I think that's how you pronounce it, I'm sorry. And it stars Andrew Scott, Paul Mescal, Jamie Bell and Clara Foy. And the movie is, uh, you know, let me find out what this is about because in all honesty, I have not heard, well, I've heard about this, but I have not seen this movie. I, I keep wanting to, haven't gotten around to it yet. And who knows, maybe I never will at this point, but the summary of this as One night in his near-empty London Tower block, screenwriter Adam has a chance encounter with mysterious neighbor Harry, puncturing the rhythm of his everyday life. As a relationship develops between them, Adam finds himself drawn back to his childhood home where his parents appear to be living just as they were on the day they died 30 years ago. So, I'm going to be honest, this sounds interesting. This sounds like a very good movie. Uh, IMDb score is 7.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is 96%. Metacritic is 90%. Box office, eh, $10.4 million. Not a huge hit. But, you know, on the other hand, you know, it's kind of a small movie. It probably only cost a couple million dollars. That's what independent films are. And, um, of course, you know, positive LGBTQ plus themes and all that jazz. This just sounds like a really good movie. It really sounds like a really good movie. Well, According to Adam J. Yeend, um, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, if you want to see it, you'll have to stream it because apparently Disney is not going to be releasing this on physical media. Now, who is Adam J. Yeend uh, who comes with us with this information? Well, um, according to his ex-profile, he is friend of animals and some humans. That's a popular one. He's also an actor. And he is a features writer for the Academy Awards, like the Academy Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. Very impressive. And he sometimes puts older movies on disc in 4K. And he is a 20th Century Fox alumni. 
who 20th Century Fox used to own Searchlight Pictures. So that's some good context right there. And, you know, he pretty much, um, he put out a, a post on X where he said, this film moves mountains. All of Us Strangers is spellbinding. Sadly, Disney isn't putting the film out on Blu-ray. And this has people upset. You know, it's not the first time that Disney has not released a smaller movie on physical media. Like a couple of years ago, they made a movie called Barbarian. And Barbarian, two years later, is still not on physical media. Uh, it went straight to stream. I don't know if it went straight to streaming, but it went from theaters to streaming, and it's never left streaming. And one of the problems with that is, of course, if Disney's algorithm ever decides to remove that movie, then that movie is essentially lost. Keep in mind, this is the same company that made a movie called Crater for Disney+. And then three or four weeks later, they removed it from the service, and it's basically gone. Like, I don't think you can buy it anymore. Now, if you can buy it digitally, you know, of course, you can correct me if you are listening to this device where comments can be left. But at the same time, as we've seen with Funimation and the Discovery content on PlayStation and the Studio Canal content also on PlayStation, it doesn't mean that purchase is there forever. It can be taken away. And in fact, one of the things I like to highlight to people, I bought Toy Story 2 on Blu-ray 3D uh, several years ago. I redeemed the digital copy several years ago. A few years later, because of some controversy with John Lasseter, we won't get into that here, Disney decided to remove a blooper that featured a joke about the casting couch. Now, again, I bought the movie before this became a thing. I redeemed the code before this became a thing. Went to Voodoo, went to the blooper. Sure enough, that scene is gone. Of course, it's not gone on my discs, but it's gone digitally. And I didn't have any choice in the matter. So here's what's really scary, is that if All the Strangers is really as good as people say it is, then it should have a physical release to preserve it for future generations. What's probably gonna happen now is it will it will wind up on, ironically, Disney Plus through Hulu because this is going to go to Hulu and people can watch it. But what if not a lot of people watch it? What if at one point a day comes when this movie is just sitting on a hard drive, just taking up space and the bean counters at Disney or Hulu, because I think Hulu is still technically operating as its own uh, company even after the acquisition has been completed. What if someone decides, you know what, look, nobody's watching this thing. We need storage space for movies that people will actually watch. So remove it. And then, of course, they remove the movie. But now, movie's gone. Doesn't exist anymore. There's no physical media release. And this is also one of the reasons why I'm encouraging my friends who like this movie to buy it. You should definitely buy poor things, even though it's only going to be on Blu-ray. You know, us physical media fans, we tend to get a little snobbish sometimes. We want the films in the best possible light. And, you know, there used to be a time when refusing to buy something would actually lead to a change in how that product was going to be released. 
Uh, I'm old enough to remember, I think it was 1998 or 1999. It was one of these years when it was discovered that Miramax would be releasing Princess Mononoke on DVD, but it will do so without the Japanese audio track on it. It would just be the dubbed track. Now, some of us were still going to buy it. I'm going to admit, I was young enough, like I didn't see that as a big deal. I thought the dub was great, and it still is great, but so many people said they are not going to buy this disc. Like, they will not buy Princess Mononoke without a subtitled release, and Facing the loss of so many sales, Miramax, who was owned by Disney, by the way, at the time, should be mentioned, delayed uh, the disc by several months so that they could get the Japanese audio track for the DVD. And that was great. If you try to do that today, faced with a bunch of people who are not going to buy it, Disney or Miramax or whoever would have had that movie would have just said, well, okay, I guess it's just not worth releasing on DVD. Well, it was found out recently that the Academy Award-nominated movie Poor Things with Emma Stone and William Defoe and Mark Ruffalo will only be getting a Blu-ray release. There is no 4K release plan. Now, this is one of the most gorgeous movies that it was released this year. I would really love to see it in 4K, and by the way, I think a movie that gets 11 Oscar nominations should probably get an automatic 4K release, but nope, Disney is just doing a Blu-ray. I am seeing people saying, well, I'm not gonna buy this until the 4K comes out. Well, here's the thing, Disney's releasing this title, they're really bad at releasing stuff on discs these days. If you don't buy this, the only lesson they're going to take from this is, great, people are buying less Blu-rays. We can just release more movies straight to streaming. So if you want them to continue to release movies on physical media, you have to buy them when they release them on physical media. And it's a real shame that all the strangers won't be getting that. Hopefully, if this movie is as good as I hear it is, hopefully maybe Criterion Collection or Arrow or someone will come in to save this movie and preserve it on a physical disc but don't expect disney to do it and uh this is uh, one of the reasons why you know i sometimes buy discs of movies that you know maybe they're not my favorite movies but you know i like them just enough that it's like i want to support physical media um not everyone can do that i am aware of that so Anyway, I, I have I, that's pretty much where we're going to end this one. Like I said, this was a really short one because I just wanted to express my frustration at Disney continuing to put uh, really good titles that probably should be preserved into jeopardy of being lost forever because they're not releasing the movies on physical media. And when I think about the huge catalog that they have of Fox titles and classic movies that will probably never see the light of day again just because Disney doesn't care. It's it's really sad. It It's really sad. Um, the only good thing about news stories like this is that it is pulling the curtain back on really the false set of goods that streaming sold everyone on. But now we're so addicted to the product, who knows if we can ever actually go back. But anyway, I would like to know, hey, have you seen this movie? 
Um, if you are listening to this on a service that have comments like YouTube, please let me know. I'd, I'd love to hear more about this movie, how'd you see it, and all that jazz. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast if you have not already on Spotify, Apple, Google, Deezer, Amazon, basically any podcast of your choice. And as always, take care of yourself. I'll see you later.